Howdy and welcome to the Feed Bandit Podcast, where we have fun talking all things hunting and in the process do our best to support small and family-owned businesses in the hunting space. Here are your hosts and resident bandits, Jimmy Byrne and Richard Kinchlow. Howdy folks, welcome back to the Feed Bandit Podcast. Uh, Jimmy El Bandito here, and as always, I'm joined by the Corn Bandit, Richard. How are things going with you, Corn Bandit? Not so good, not not, not so good. Not so, huh? not so good. It's been a uh, it's been a it's been a tough Tuesday. Well, I think uh, I think I know what you're referring to, and I'm, yeah. I feel your pain. Yep, yep. <laughs> you're not yep. talking about that basketball game. I, I I certainly am, <laughs> which is very rare to find me upset by a basketball game since I don't really uh, partake in the sport too much. But uh, when our Texas Tech Red Raiders are uh, uh, fighting for the national championship, I mean the one. Um, and, and we lose, um, obviously just so thrilled and honored to be there, but man really would have loved to have taken that home. No yeah. doubt. Yeah, no, no question. No question. Yep. And, uh, if anyone can't, can't tell, we're obviously recording this right after that game. So, or not long after that game. So it's, yep. uh, still kind of painful as far as we go, but luckily enough, we go, we move ahead and, uh, we talk about our, our favorite sports. Which is hunting, so that's yeah, that's what gets say, us through it. So. You're not you're not going to say you're not going to talk about football because that's no, even, no, no, that's no, well, no, not that's football. potentially even more depressing. <laughs> and then, and then we're either going to start taking away sharp objects and yeah, strike that know, out of your mind right now. Things we're, that we're still in turkey season. So. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Well, just real quick uh, for new listeners and older ones that still haven't joined our email list, uh, be sure to do that today. Uh, when you do, you'll get killer hunting deals delivered straight to your inbox. Uh, we've made it easy for you to join, and that's by texting the word BANDIT to 345-345. Uh, you don't want to miss out, so go ahead and push pause as you're listening to this and join the hunt by texting the word BANDIT to 345-345 right now. And if you have a product or service in the hunting space that you'd like to introduce to our listeners, uh, please drop us a line at the email address howdy at feedbandit.com, or you can go to feedbandit.com slash promote. Okay, well, in this episode, we are honored to be speaking with Phil Bullock, the owner and inventor of the Bunker Head Head Concealment System. Hi, Phil. Thanks for joining us on the Feed Bandit podcast. How are you doing, sir? Good evening. I'm doing great. I appreciate y'all having me out. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, well, I'm particularly excited to speak with you. Uh, you know, you've created a product that uh, speaks to me as an avid turkey hunter, and I'm sure it does to Richard being mm -hmm. uh, the duck hunting fanatic that he is, as well as turkey hunting fanatic. Uh, and, you know, truly one of the main pieces I've struggled with over the years is you know, how do I, you got to get out there in full camo, right? And you know, how do you conceal your face in a comfortable and convenient way? So I'm excited to talk to you about, uh, you know, the bunker head head concealment system, because uh, it really seems like you have a remedy for my pain. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Phil, if you don't mind, just uh, start off by telling us about yourself and uh, how you came up with, uh, with the bunker head head concealment system. I will do that. Appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, I'm, I, you know, my family and I, I've got four brothers and my parents, I've got kids. We're all involved in it. We're all you know, basically recreational hunters. And so we get out there and we dove hunt and we duck hunt and we turkey hunt. And, and every one of us shared the same pain of trying to cover up 
basically your head um, and comfortably. And, you know, we tried the paint. Uh, before I had LASIK surgery, I wore glasses and trying to wear a face mask over top of my glasses and having my glasses fogged up. So it was just, it was one thing after the other that really what we found was it really ruined our hunt. Mm-hmm. You you wouldn't you wouldn't sit out there as long. You wouldn't sit as still. You know the face mask, as I refer to, just the conventional. You know pull over, or now they've got the ones that you know, pull up over around around your neck. You know they're the last thing you put on. They're the first thing you take off, and they're just truly a, an irritation out there. And uh, we're all my family are all fairly entrepreneurial and, and resourceful and we basically at some point said you know there's just got to be a better way and I always found it ironic when I go out to the duck blind or the deer blind and I've you know I'm outfitted in my camouflage boots and my camouflage pants and gloves and shirt or coat or what have you and then I sit down in my blind that pretty much covers up all that part of my body I could have been out there in blue jeans and you know a red shirt and the only thing sticking up out of my blind is my head. And it's the only thing I don't have anything covering. Right. <laughs> and so, like I said, we decided there's got to be a better way. And that's really what motivated us to come up with the head concealment system. And what we understand by hunters is the vast majority of hunters hunt with baseball caps, right? Mm-hmm. And so we figured let's let's take off the baseball cap and let's work with that to figure out a way to be able to cover up your whole head. Not just you know, when I used to paint my face, I would I would just paint my face and most of the time I would say that I hunt, if I could just cover my face, I'm happy. There are occasions when I need to cover up my whole head. So we started with the baseball cap and what we devised was a, a pair a set of clips. And so I'm going to have to ask you, without the benefit of illustrations and, and videos or pictures, I have to ask everybody to kind of imagine what I'm doing, what I'm describing here. But you've got the brim of your cap, and what we do is we just take a pair of clips that are connected to each other by a little elastic tether, and they clip on each side. They just slide very simply onto each side of the brim of your cap, and it'll work on any baseball-style cap. And once you have those clips on, you then have choices as to what you want to wear depending on your hunting conditions. And the, the first component of our head concealment system is what we call the face mask. It's the no-touch face mask. And it simply slides into those clips. There's no moving parts. There's nothing to break. They just slide in and fit snugly. And then the face mask device it hangs, it's a fabric that hangs on an infinitely formable wire, and it hangs in, in front of your face. And you can shape it however you want. You can custom shape it to the, to the very contours of your face. You can have it further out from your face, depending on the hunting conditions. And the beauty of that is you don't have itchy fabric sticking to your beard. You don't have eye holes that misalign you don't have the one size fits some sometimes problem this fits everybody beautifully i don't care if it's a small child or a big-headed adult like me you shape it however you want to shape it when you turn your head it turns with you there's no eye holes that misalign because again it's connected to the ball cap 
it won't fog glasses. If you imagine your conventional face mask, they're, like I said, they're either pull over or they're pull up from your neck. But one thing they all have in common is they're all tight around your neck and your cheek area. And when you breathe out, the only place your hot air can go is up right through your glasses or your binoculars yep. or your scope. And yeah. it fogs them up. Oh, it's so annoying. Well, the, the, the binoculars, <laughs> it, it just irritates me. Right. <laughs> right. Right. To me, it was the word, it's the scope because I don't wear glasses anymore. I don't have that problem. But as soon as I go to scope in on something, I breathe out and there goes my, my scope fogs up. So right. Right. Our, our, our no touch face mask is a loose fabric that's hanging off of you. And so it's completely ventilated throughout all all sides and bottom it is literally kind of if you imagine a, a football face mask how that you know you got that mm-hmm. bar that sits right in front uh, of the face mask right now ours is shapeable and bendable and formable it's not rigid like a football face mask but the concept is the same where then you would just hang the fabric off of that so you can breathe right out the bottom you can direct your air out the bottom you can open it up and ventilate it as much as you like so that, that is fantastic. I, uh, I, I tell you one of, one of my biggest complaints with my, and I, I, you know, like everybody else, kind of a, an owner of a traditional face mask when I'm running and gunning for turkeys. In fact, it happened this, this past weekend, you know, I was hustling to, to try to find a spot to, to sit when I, when I finally get sat, you know, sit down, I'm, I'm sucking in, I'm, you know, filtering in my air through this face mask. Mm-hmm. Um, and right. it just is right. absolutely annoying. And, you know, and, and, and truthfully, I won't keep my mask on that long, which is which is stupid, you know, because that bird right. coming silent, and you're done. So you know, to have right. something to have something there that's not bothersome, uh, but mm-hmm. that that's huge. Right, and you know, when you're running and gunning for turkeys, you know, you can either leave it completely up like you're wearing it when you're sitting there, or just in a half a second, you can adjust it down to where it's completely out of your way. I can, you know, this is a face mask that I can actually put on when I get dressed in the morning because you simply put it onto your cap and then you open it up. It, it basically, if you sort of, I don't want to use the word hinges because it doesn't really have a hinge, but you just, you just uh, roll the, the back part of it um, down. So the face mask, if you envision the face mask comes down in front and it sits in front of your chin, basically. It's not touching your chin. It's off your face, but you've got, total visibility so you can get dressed you can eat you can drink and the whole time you're wearing your face mask and you literally don't even feel it don't even know you have it on so you can put that on in the morning walk out to your blind you know throw out your decoys eat drink whatever you want to do and then when you sit down just very simply you just roll it right back up in front of your face and so when you're running and gunning for turkeys like i say you can either just leave it up or if you want you can just half a second you roll it down under your chin take off get back in position, roll it right back up. It's up and down. It's in and out. It's however, you know, it's quick and easy. Man, that's that, great. That, that and, is perfect. That is yeah. perfect. So that, you know, the less movement you can make, the the better, you know, and, and, and back before they had the, the head mask that went around your neck, you know, you had the ones that you had to actually pull over your neck and then potentially tie and all that. Uh, and it's just, right. it just it, it's costing your critters. That That's what it is. Right. Um, that's right. Now let me let me go on and and describe this what we it's basically the second part of the head concealment system, sure. and that's what we call that's what we call the hoodie attachment. So, I would tell you probably sixty to seventy percent of the time I hunt, 
all I really need to do is cover my face. I may be in a box blind. I may be sitting up against a tree. But at any, you know, at any rate, I'm not worried about anything coming from behind me. And in those instances, all I wear is the face mask that I just described. Mm-hmm. But there are times when I do want to cover my whole head. You know, if, if I'm a hunt, if turkey hunting, typically when I'm out in the open, um, or if it's cooler out and I want something on my ears, I've now got a choice in how I hunt that hunters don't currently have. And so when I choose to, I can put on what I call the hoodie attachment. And it's just a, a different cut of, it's a different style cut of the same fabric. It also clips into that same clip. It's very simple. It's basic again, got a foldable wire. You slide it into your clips. It wraps around your head. And when you think about a hooded jacket, we talk about the annoyances of a face mask. Well, for me personally, and I think what we've found, a lot of people agree with us, hooded jackets are no better. Agreed. When, you, when you're wearing a hooded jacket and you turn your head left and right, what can't happens? See. Can't see. You can't, you can't see. You can't hear. It's noisy and scratchy inside that yes. hood because the, hood, the hood's not turning. Your head is trying to turn inside the hood because the hood's connected to your shoulder. Yep. So you end up, whether you know it or not, whether you feel it, by the end of the day, you, 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 your neck is sore, you're fighting with that hood. The only way you can get it to even pretend to try to turn with you is to crank it down on your face so tight that it has to move with you. Right. So it's considerably annoying. Well, with our hoodie attachment, once you put that on, then your whole head is completely covered. In fact, the reason we came up with the, uh, the, the, the name Bunker Head mm-hmm. is when you wear the face mask and the hoodie together, it literally is like you're sitting inside your own personal little bunker. And so that's why we call our bunker heads. And you can imagine, you know how comfortable it would be to sit inside a bunker. Oh, yes. Well, your hoodie, is, <laughs> your, your hoodie is very loosely attached, uh, you know, wrapped around your head. Now, it's attached to your cap, so it's attached to your head. So when you turn, it turns. There's absolutely no loss of vision. There's no noise. It's not all scratching on your ears and on your hat. And so it's it's... It's just a perfect device to get the full head concealment. The third component, the third component of the head concealment system, as I mentioned earlier, when you connect the clips to your ball cap, the clips themselves are connected with an elastic tether. So if you can imagine, you got two clips, one on each side of your brim, and then going across the brim, right there where it connects to the crown, is an elastic tether. Well, what that elastic tether allows you to do is you get out to your blind, break off some little branches of the tree you're hunting in, slide them up underneath that tether, and now you've got a 3D leafy cap with the very tree you're hunting out of, so you can't get any better camouflage than that, right? That's it. <laughs> it is the, the where you're sitting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. Now, the other thing that tether does is I, I do a lot of fishing. I do a lot of outdoors, you know, just goofing off. And when I'm not actively hunting, I'll leave my clips on. And that tether also allows you to lock your sunglasses down. A lot of guys you see put their sunglasses up on top of their ball cap. And, you know, an hour later, a couple of beers later, they right. totally forget they put their glasses up there. They take <laughs> their hat off and their sunglasses go flying off. Yep. Well, with that elastic tether, you just slide your glasses up underneath there, and it locks them down. Sure. So, awesome. you know, what we say, guys, is, you know, our motto basically, we try to we remind people that when you think about it, the head sticks out the most, it moves around the most, yet we cover it up the least. Oh, and there's only one reason. There's only one reason, and that's because there's just nothing on the market 
that anybody really wants to wear. Right. And, and, and Bunkerhead solves that. It really does. And uh, I'll tell you what, the, the, going to the trade shows and, and getting the feedback from the people who have, have, have bought one the year before and come back and, and buying some more or bringing some friends and just listening to the feedback on how much they love it. I, I, can I tell you one of my, my favorite stories at, at one of our trade shows? Yeah, Please. go ahead. So we're at a trade show. It's the second time we're coming to this trade show. And so that gives us the opportunity to hear feedback from people who purchased them the year before. Right. Well, here comes this lady and this gentleman, this couple, they're actually kind of running over to our booth. And I'm like, wow, you know, I wonder what's up. And so they get to our booth. And I say, well, hey, what's going on? And the lady says, I tell you, thank God y'all are here. She says, y'all were here last year, and we had never seen this before, and we weren't really certain of it because we just hadn't seen it before, so we only bought one. And she <laughs> said, we spent the whole hunting season having to pay, play rock, paper, scissors <laughs> to, see who, to see who got to wear it. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, they, and they bought three more. So, nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's well, that's good uh, validation it, it, right there. <laughs> it really is, and you know the business that we've got. It's you know, like I told you, my parents are involved with it. I'm blessed to have both my parents still with us. I've got kids and and uh, four brothers, and so it is a family affair. We've all got full time jobs. It's our evenings and weekends, and uh, but we're we're having a good time with it, and it really is a good feeling to know that you're really changing. You know how much enjoyment hunters can get out of out of the hunt and it is it it, 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 not just the comfort but but the success because like i said earlier when you're when you're willing to sit there longer and you're sitting there more still you're going to get more game yeah right right now i think you you've really uh found a pain point that that really everybody i think has when they listen to this they'll be like oh my god that's me totally you know that's sitting with those old face masks and whatnot and that's what excites me about this product and i remember uh i first was introduced to to you guys uh it was at the fort worth uh hunters extravaganza last year uh richard and i were walking around and and what what said in my mind, what re- reminded me, you know, or that placed your product in, into my mind was uh, when I came up to your booth, you know, I was looking at the, looking at it on the hat and all this type of thing. And then all of a sudden, uh-huh. I don't know who it is, but <laughs> in that camo sitting there, <laughs> I mean, scared right, me, you know, what right. I mean. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I had yeah. no idea. So what- I thought- <laughs> well, so what you're describing is our, at our booth, the, the our front table, we yeah. have three we have three mannequin heads that are outfitted with the different bunker head styles, and then we have a torso size mannequin that sits in the middle of the table. Well, unbeknownst to all the patrons at the show, that torso size mannequin is actually a live person. He's one of you know he's either my wife or my mom or you know whoever happens to be taking a, sh- a shift, but. Um, yeah, so as customers come up and you know we so we have a ball with it. It's Oh, that's, that's great. You know, <laughs> yeah, you know what we what we learned at these trade shows is is everybody that comes to those shows is just like me. It, and you you're always sort of surprised by it, but there's a whole lot of folks that come to the trade shows and the last thing they want to do is talk to anybody. <laughs> and so we need to figure out a way to be, get people to stop and listen to us. And, and I'll tell you, the success that we have when, when folks stop and let us tell them our story and tell them, you know, what, tell them about our product, 
um, it, it's we have we have some really good shows. Mm-hmm. You know, well, I, one thing I didn't mention, guys. One thing real quick I didn't mention was we're partners with Mossy Oak and with Real Tree both. We've got a variety of other camouflage patterns as well, but Mossy Oak and Real Tree are our best our best selling products, and so we. Sure. We offer a variety of camouflage patterns and fabrics, and that's another sort of unique feature, I think, of, of the bunker head as compared to others. There is there are a lot of different options that you can purchase the uh, the, the the components in. Yeah, I was right. going to ask you about the uh, different fabrics. Can you talk about those? Yeah, we basically, you know, we look at it like you know, you hunters deal with with sort of you know weather conditions of basically a lot. There's a lot of warm weather hunting, you know, spring turkey, early dove season, early teal season. It can be pretty warm. Uh, I'm in the Texas area, but you know, throughout the South, obviously during those times, it, it can be downright hot. In fact, and then you've got your cooler temperatures in the falls and in in the late springs, and and uh, and then obviously your winter. And so what we've got for the most part is we offer um, fabrics in a bug mesh, which is just as light and breathable as you can get. It's just that it's just like sort of like window screen material. I mean, it's just very light and uh, breathable material. Then we offer it also in a light cotton and that's good for the, like I say, the early fall and spring. And then we also offer it in fleece. Oh, now we are subject to we we're we're quite not quite big enough yet to pick up the phone and call Mossy Oak or Real Tree and you know order anything we want anytime we want it, um, and so we are subject to sort of having to get what they've got in in what I'll call their their extras, mm-hmm. um, and so it, you know you do have to get onto our website and look to see what's available. We also I tell you one of our one of our better sellers is just black. Because we've got a lot of folks that hunt out, hunt out of blinds or hunt out of you know, box stands on the ground, yeah, and yeah. you know so everything's black, and so they'll they'll put the black face mask on, and, oh, and yeah. that's a, one of our good sellers as well. Yeah, that makes sense. Awesome. Yeah, you know, <clears throat> while we've been sitting here reminiscing, or that we've been talking here, I've I've been reminiscing about my my early uh, my early experiences turkey hunting as, as a kid, and you know. Obviously, as as a child, you're you're never as um, you know as as mentally tough you know as your as as the person that's taking your hunting you know so little things start to bother you I, you know i.e. the bugs okay bugs and then and then un, uncomfortable an uncomfortable face mask especially when it's hot um, and it was right. funny this past weekend I had my daughter out there and the we were in a little pop up line I gave her a little mask and. Uh, she's got a full head of hair. I mean, thick as can be, and she's got this massive ponytail. And so when she goes to put the mask on, I guess, and she's you know she's seven, but even right. because that ponytail was sticking out so far because it was warm, that mask wasn't fitting her, and the band was kind of rubbing her wrong, and she was kind of fit to be tied. So what I have to do? I have to stick her kind of back in the corner, which you know, no right. harm, no foul. But you know, if she was shooting what she was supposed to. Uh, we, we may have a real problem here. So yeah. I've actually been Well, not only that, that, not only that, Jimmy, but, but just think, I mean, here you are trying to introduce a young child to the sport of hunting right? and, and you, the odds of them picking it up and really liking it are going to increase exponentially if, if they enjoy it and that, if they're successful. Absolutely. And yeah, as we so. all know, having to wear that face mask is the one thing that, that, that has just been, it's just dropped through the cracks of of the hunting industry. You get all this other beautiful camouflage, incredibly 
comfortable camouflage right down to your underwear. Sure. And, and, and then they throw the face mask at you and say, here, you know, wear this. And, and it yeah. doesn't, you know, I, like I said, I've got a big head. And so it, I never, it, I've never found anything that fits me comfortably. And, right. you know, and as soon as you can't take it off fast enough. And like you said earlier, as soon as you do take it off, you know, here comes some more birds and now you're scrambling oh, yeah. to try to put oh. it back on. And, and it's, you know, so oh, it, it, that, it, that it, always it, happens to me. Oh, I, yeah. I do, I, when I adjust, you know, you're sitting there like, just wait a little bit longer. Don't, don't move. Right. You know, it's like, but then it's like, right. I can't handle it anymore. You move. And then there, there they are, you know, right. <laughs> Murphy's law. You know, one of the other, one of the other features about it, uh, and it's kind of, it was kind of interesting developing it because, you know, as I described earlier, our motivation was to, to be able to cover our face up comfortably. And we hadn't really thought through all of the various aspects of, of what a face mask and head concealment has to do to function well. The, the idea that it doesn't fog your glasses, that wasn't that we didn't have that in our mind at all. I wasn't even wearing glasses at the time. That wasn't a big problem for me when we first started developing it. Um, but So there was just an out, outcome of the design. But the other thing is you need to have easy access to operate a game call. And our, our face mask hanging loosely in front of you allows you re- ready access to just put your hand right up underneath the mask, operate your right. game call eat a sandwich if you want one of the other features i didn't mention was the the face mask has a um a lanyard on it that towards the bottom of it and it's an adjustable lanyard and what that does is you just sling that up over your neck you don't even feel that it's on you it's very loosely fitting but if it's a windy day you know, there's some face mask out there um there's the type that that is connected to the ball cap you know, you get a windy day, and if you don't, if your face mask, you know, isn't isn't secured in any way, then the next thing you know, you got the face mask flying all around in your face. Mm-hmm. So that lanyard allows you to to tighten it up closer to your face and to secure it. A lot of our bow hunters like to do like to suck it up closer to their face to have it, you know, so that it's not hanging loose. Um, but it also allows you when I'm out dove hunting and I dove hunt down in the Houston area and it can be 95 degrees and humid. And, you know, I, my head gets tired of wearing a hat after a while. Oh yeah. And I, I can just pull my hat off with the face mask in position in a hunting position. I can pull my hat off and just, just rest it on my chest basically. And that lanyard will just hold it for me right there. I can air my head out for a little while. And then when I'm ready to go back out to hunt, it literally takes two seconds to put my hat back on. Sure. And my face mask is right back up in in hunting position. Well, you 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 really hit something there. I I was thinking about uh you know the the early season the early bow season you know and uh, I can't think of anything more more stifling than sitting in one of those ground blinds uh you know for for that uh, you know that October seventh afternoon hunt with the where the temperature reaches 95 outside and 115 right. inside. Uh, right. And that's just, that's just one more piece of the misery puzzle right there is having right. a sticky, nasty face mask. Uh, and, and the bugs that it, that your sweat draws. Oh, God. One of the other features about the system is, I, you know, as I mentioned, you know, we've got the different fabrics and different camo types. So, so once you have purchased the clips and you have those, each of the different masks will plug into that. So you don't have to repurchase another set of clips. One clip, you know, works with all of them. So, you know, if you know you can be doing some hot hot weather hunting and some warm weather hunting, 
then you save a little money on being able to just purchase the bug mesh face mask and then and then with the clips and then you can you can separately just purchase the um the fleece or the cotton or whatever versions you want we actually envision one day and we're just sort of getting started on this but we actually envision where you can just because the fabrics also the, the fabrics that hang on the wires they slip on and slip off these wires so you can switch, you know, you keep the same wire and just slip the fabric on and off and just change out your fabrics. And uh, and then if you want to wash them, you can just throw them in the washing machine and, and wash the, uh, just wash the fabrics. When you get done hunting with it, what we do is we ju- you just um, pull it off your clips and then you just sort of fold, you know, your, your face mask will, everybody will kind of get to a point where they sort of shape it. You know, they get it shaped how they like it. And it, for the most part, it kind of stays like that. And then when you get done, you just take it off and then you just kind of fold it up and roll the fabric up and wrap the lanyards around it. And so you've got a nice, neat little package that you can stick in your pocket or stick in your, your hunting kit. And it's ready to go when, you know, when you're ready to go back out, you just grab it, roll it right back out and it's, and it's ready to go. You know, nice. really, really pretty much pre-shaped just like you like it. And I can't emphasize that enough because it is really, it really is rewarding just to see a, you know, a, a five-year-old child put on a face mask and then, and then watch his dad or I'll, you know, custom form it to a five-year-old child's face so that he's infinitely comfortable and covered. And then I can take that same mask off and give it to his dad and he reshapes it and he's infinitely comfortable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, for sure. I mean, that's the, that's the proof in the pudding right there. Yeah. Besides having wet feet, the the you know the I and and wet cold feet, I think the most miserable thing is that that face mask. Yeah. You to, you right. totally hit it. Yep. <laughs> right. No question yep. about it. The other, I'll tell you another feature about it is because the face mask and the hoodie attachment I referred to earlier, because those are. Uh, two pieces, they're two parts. So you can choose to wear wear one or the other. We have folks who tell us. They'll just wear, you know, once they get done with the hunt or whatever, they'll just wear the hoodie just to keep the sun off the back of their neck because it serves basically as a sun shield. Right. Also, the hoodie has Velcro. Uh, the hoodie and the face mask, both those parts have Velcro points on them so that the hoodie actually connects by Velcro to the face mask so that it works very much like a single unit. But also, because they are two parts, a lot of times when I hunt, I don't like having my ears covered up at all. Mm-hmm. And by having two parts, what you can actually do is just take the, hood, the the hoodie and just push it back behind your ear. And so you basically got your whole head covered, but your ears are sticking out. And so you don't have any impediment or any impediment to being able to hear, you know, perfectly well. But right. but also the the hoodie, you know, fits loosely enough on you, it just kind of drapes over top of your ear. So you really, even even when you have your ears covered with it, you really don't get any of the, of the problem with, you know, some of these tight fabrics sitting over top of your ear and basically closing your ear off. I, I'll, I'll tell you that you, you, you kind of touch on a, a subject that, that bothers me greatly, um, and, and that is having the um, – having my ears covered, you know, when, when I'm, when I'm duck yep. hunting, you know, I, I, I traditionally, you know, I, I'm right-hand shooter. So I will, I will sink my left earplug uh, or sorry, I sink my right earplug pretty good. And then my, my left earplug, I, I sink it, but then I, you know, I pull it out a little bit because I have to be able to hear, you know, I, I need to be able to hear, you know, if my dog is having issues or, you know, to hear those whistling wings, you know, 
Um, right. And, and so having, yeah. like you say, when you have a hood on or something like that, it, it boy, it is it is yeah. super distracting. Uh, and and right. I've had, you know, being in the being in the swamps per se, hunting some early season teal, having one of those annoying, uh, you know, what amounts to be is a, just a bag over your head is. Right. Right. God, it's it's frustrating. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you another story that we're speaking of duck hunting. Uh, one of the trade shows we were talking to a couple of duck hunters. They were actually outfitters and they did guiding. And um, we were talking about, and quite often when you first talk to somebody about face masks, you get a very negative response because so many people just hate them and they don't want to talk about them. They're like, no, I, I don't wear those things. And, you know, we're having to go, well, wait, wait, wait a minute. That's why we invented this. You need to hear us out. But the one gentleman was explaining to us how he didn't wear a face mask because basically what he does, he says, is his buddy does all the calling, right? He sees the birds and the, his buddy's doing the calling. And he says, I just look straight down. I don't look up at all. And I can right. tell when the birds are coming into the decoys, my buddy makes a call, and I know that's the time to shoot. And so I jump up at that point, and I start shooting. <laughs> and I thought to myself, and I told him, actually, I said, well, think about what you just described. One of the most beautiful, fun things about oh, duck yeah. hunting is watching those birds come in. Oh, and now, only because you don't want to have to wear a face mask, you've given that up. Yeah. And you, yeah. you don't have to get that up. And so we really are, what we're finding is, there's a whole lot of hunters out there who, if you ask them, hey, do you wear a face mask, they would tell you, no, I hate them. And we're now finding that a whole lot of those people who had written off face masks are coming back and realizing, you know what, I can actually cover my head up and I can do it comfortably. And no one, one thing no one disputes, no one disputes that you're going to have much better success if you cover your, cover your head. Right. I mean, that's. That's the deal. Everybody, you know, all of us have kind of learned how to get away with it a little bit here. We get busted there. We lose one there because of it. And we can sort of live with it because it's so miserable. The price was worth it. But when folks realize that you actually no longer have to be uncomfortable and you can cover that last part of your body up there, you know, they're just, they're enjoying it. Right. Right. No question about it. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a very cool product. No, uh, no question about it. Uh, can you tell uh, our <laughs> listeners uh, where they can find it? Well, right now you can uh, go to our website at bunkerhead.com. Okay. Um, we are sort of just getting out there into the, you know, put, dipping our toes into the retail world. So we do hope to to be in some of the bigger stores here in the in the in the relatively near future. But right now, bunkerhead.com, you can go on there. I think it's a pretty user friendly. I give I give my son all the credit for our website. I think it's very user friendly. <laughs> you go in there and. And you just you just shop around and 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 mix and match and pick what you want and order it up and then uh, I give my wife all the credit for getting it to you once you order it. She's our shipper. So. Okay, there you go. It is a, a family affair. That's that's awesome. Uh, uh, that's we're both uh, familiar with that with our family. So that's that's what's really cool one, about one the, what we're doing. One of the other features I'll tell you is I hadn't mentioned, but if we've really tested it with with pretty much every kind of hunting. That, that folks do. We've got the shotgunners. We got folks that hunt with the rifles, with pistols, with crossbows, and with bow and arrows. Bow and arrow. You know, the bow hunters are are have, have been our. You know, they'll 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 look at it. And a lot of bow hunters, you know, they're just they're like, I don't want anything on my face. Mm -hmm. 
And once they give it a try, they realize that they actually can work with it. They can shape it exactly how they want. They can pull that fabric up close to them. And now we got tons of bow hunters out there using it and loving it. And, uh, but so it's, it's really good for any kind of a, ma- any kind of, hunt. we, a lot of times we'll, you know, have somebody at a trade show and maybe I'm up in Nashville doing the National Wild Turkey Federation and somebody, you know, comes like, oh, no, I don't, you know, I don't do duck hunting. They're like, no, no, this isn't just for duck hunting. You know, it's right. for any, literally. And I, like I said, I, you know, dove hunting, you got a lot of folks that would say, ah, you don't need to dove. And dove, dove are so stupid. You don't need to dove. You don't need to wear a face mask dove hunting. It it makes a difference, and I would never wear a face mask in 95-degree temperatures in Houston, Texas, with the humidity they have. <laughs> but with this, I'll put that I'll put that bug mesh on, and I typically will go out. I love the, uh, the mossy oak breakup infinity for the area I hunt with the bug mesh. I just wear the face mask, so my the back of my neck, my ears, everything is completely ventilated and, and not at all um you know covered but the face but the face i'm seeing the dove coming in at me and it, and it makes a big difference a huge mm-hmm. difference okay great yeah uh i i've got to be honest i haven't used a face mask stuff hunting yet so i'm i think i'll try it out <laughs> well you, you know? gotta give it a try you know shooting at a dove that shooting at a dove that has no idea you're there is yeah. a whole different experience than shooting a lot easier <laughs> One that's flying in. Hopefully this year we can try it. I like my dove to be as ignorant as possible. Yeah. Oh boy, that's I'm resting there. That. Are you going to be at uh, the uh, other trade shows the rest of the year, like Texas Trophy Hunters again, and other places? Yeah, we do the uh, tech. We do the Texas Trophy Hunters uh, Extravaganza in Houston and Dallas. Or sorry, Fort Worth and San Antonio. Okay. We do the National Wild Turkey Federation show up in Nashville. We do a oh, deer fine. expo in Alabama. Our shows start in uh, July, and then pretty much every weekend through August, we're at it. We're at a, a show. Um, I haven't quite figured out one of the things that uh, is frustrating for us because our product. I'll tell you what. You talk about a great stocking stuffer for Christmas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Our product absolutely the best but you can't find a hunting trade show or trade show for hunters that takes advantage of the christmas season the trade shows are the trade shows are over by the end of you know end of august and um with the idea that everybody's out hunting by then sure but uh, so we've we've actually found ourselves you know we've we've joined up and gone to a couple of uh, christmas bazaars and that's always a hoot because we're the only booth in there that has anything camouflage but (laughs) oh i can imagine (laughs) <laughs> and they seem to be easier targets for our for our live mannequin. So we right. get some good screens. We, oh, we get screen. some good screens, and sometimes we get some angry folks at us. But it's all fun. Uh, that's great. That's great. Well, Phil, thanks so much for coming on. Uh, is there anything else you want to tell our listeners about before we uh, before I let you go? No, you know, I just want to encourage your listeners, all you all you hunters out there that uh, that think you've learned how to hunt without wearing any sort of head concealment. I want you to encourage you to give us a try, and um, I think you're going to really appreciate the, the the value and the benefit of being able to cover up your head in total comfort. And you know, it excites me to know that we really do add to people's uh, hunting experience. And, um, so we're just, we're having a ball doing it. I really appreciate you guys giving me the opportunity to help spread the word. And, um, you know, if you go into those retail stores and you don't see us, 
you need to ask them, hey, how come you don't carry the bunker head? Right, right. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, Phil, thanks so much uh, for joining us on the Feed Bandit podcast. Uh, we really appreciate your time. And uh, just it, after we publish this, if there's anything else we can do to help you out, uh, please don't hesitate to let us know. And uh, Great, you yeah. know, just want to help out where we can. Great. Well, I appreciate the opportunity again. I look forward to hearing and uh, we'll stay in touch. Okay. Sounds good. Thank you, sir. Uh, you have All a good right. one tonight. All right. Thank you. Okay, folks, that was Phil Bullock. He's the owner and inventor of the Bunker Head Head Concealment System. Uh, you can go find uh, Bunker Head over at BunkerHead.com. There you can see the various, the face masks and the hoodie and the clips, the whole system. You can see the different fabrics and the different camel patterns. And, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, I, I didn't say this, but I love the fact that, you know, I could just, I could wear the hat, the camo hat, my favorite camo right. hat that I have that's already broken in. Right. <laughs> you know, I, uh, it just you put the clips on, I can go out there. And then I love sure. that the band that would allow, allow me to, you know, sometimes you and I will like to sit like in a cedar or something like that. Right. Want right. to break off a piece. I can stick it in there to give me a little <laughs> more, a uh, little it, more camo. And I mean, yeah. You know, no, it, it's it's it, yeah, it's genius. It it really is, uh, and it's just he he's right. I'd never really think about it to be honest with you, but you know the head is the biggest problem. You know, and I've been sitting there when we started talking about duck hunting. I started remembering. You know, I remember one of our little tips that we did you know months ago was you know never look up at the ducks. Well, why why don't you ever look at the ducks? If you look up at the ducks, it's like shine a light on with our big fat white faces. Uh, stare up at them and it, it scares the crap out of them so you know wearing a mask uh you know again something that's not annoying that you can still handle your duck calls with right uh boy that that is that's fantastic i actually personally do not own a a face mask that would allow me to use a mouth call without having to kind of thread it through the mouthpiece um which is you know honestly was what watch out why i've never i've never worn them you know so I, that's a really cool deal. And also I, I can't stress it enough, you know, growing up hunting, uh, well, from a young, young age, again, putting that mask on was, was a nightmare. Now when it was cold and we were predator hunting, it really wasn't, you know, it really wasn't too big of a deal. And you got the, you know, the, rah, rah, which is, you know, it's just, wow. Uh, it kind of distracts you, but boy, when those, those afternoon turkey hunts and, and, you know, in early May, when it's getting sultry out, that mask was just, it was miserable. Um, so he's right. You know, anything that us adults can do to, to make the kiddos more comfortable and enjoy being in the outdoors is, is a huge benefit. And, and Jim, I, you know, I, I know your plight with the, the gnats. Um, you know, I wonder if this oh, man, I, anti-gnat technology. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, it's the, it was the, the fogging of the glasses thing. You made, you made a great point of, yeah, if you are walking around a lot, you know, and and it's not one of those cold days for turkey, let's say, you know, and it's, uh, you know, and of course you and I, we tend to sweat a little bit, and then uh, well, <laughs> we're walking around. I'm, I'm big bone. <laughs> well, and, and the drips coming down off the forehead, and uh, <laughs> you know, you're out of breath after you set everything up, well, and, <laughs> and now you can't see. Right. And then on top of that, here come the gnats. Right. <laughs> I know probably, you know, more than anything, I mean, they're looking at those glasses like, oh, what is this shiny thing? I'm going to come, you know. Eh. So, so, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, no, if I can breathe, like, the right. sooner I can, like, breathe, which this right. face mask would allow me to do, 
the sooner I could get a little more air coming through the the air, you know, the area around me. Oh yeah. The sooner oh, I yeah. stop sweating, you know, and those gnats don't bother me as much anymore. So it's oh, for sure. <laughs> no, just it, it, again, you've been doing this for years, and, and but the, you know, the more comfortable you are, the longer you're going to sit, the stiller you're going to be too. Yeah, absolutely, no question about it. And you know, we talked about it in our uh, turkey hunting episode about how you know. I mentioned the chair that I have, the turkey yep. chair, and that yep. that made me sit, you know, allows me to sit a long time. But still, up until now, the face mask that I had prior would annoy would annoy me, you know. And then I'd be like, oh, I'm gonna move it or whatever, and you know, that's you just don't know what seeing you do that movement, you know, sure. out there. And, oh yeah, uh, you know, just we like you mentioned, we went this last last weekend mm-hmm. to go turkey hunting, and uh, it was a perfect example of. Like the what the turkey that I got on a Friday was a perfect example of, you know, a, a quiet Tom. You know, yeah. it just doesn't say a word. Oh, they're terrifying. It's not a word, but the, you know, I'm it. sitting there 45 minutes, and I just know they're there. Yeah. And I start hearing things here and there, and you start questioning yourself. Oh, you know, are, are they really over there? Blah blah. blah. Then all of a sudden, yeah. corner of the eye, yeah. there there he is. You know, fanned up and barely walking in and I'm like my God, sure. how long has it that guy taken to walk to me right i mean because i've been there 45 minutes or so you right. know just did not gobble once right you well know you know I mean? the so last... if i had moved to adjust my face mask or something oh, at sure. that moment i mean he would have been bye <laughs> oh absolutely. i'd have waited that whole time for that <laughs> well you know one, one of the the last uh silent birds i killed uh i saw him out of my peripheral vision on my right side you know yeah. Um, and, and if I would have had, and I, I think, um, I, I, at the moment, the only reason why I saw him is because I had my face mask down because <laughs> yeah. it was bothering the hell out of me. And, uh, thankfully he, when he was coming in, uh, he was so zoned in on my decoys, yeah. uh, that he just didn't look over and see my fat face sitting underneath oh. that tree. But I bet your, um, was your first thought to like, Oh. No, no. Oh, oh. Face <laughs> yeah, yeah. I might as well just <laughs> like. Pull how do I get it up without him seeing me, or yeah, yeah, do I try like, to shoot him real fast? Like, <laughs> yeah, I felt like a fat guy at the state fair with his pants down. I'm like, yeah, boy, I'm busted. You know, um, yeah. And, and I just so it it, it it was funny. Instead of going to move my face mask, you know, if I'm going to make a move, I'm going for my gun. And, and so when he he crossed by a little, uh, he well, it wasn't a little. It was a male medium sized live oak. Uh, and the second he made that move, in one foul swoop, I, I had raised my gun, and he immediately started doing his alarm call, and then I, I removed his head. So wasn't a problem anymore after that. <laughs> right, but, right. Well, you recovered, luckily. But uh, Oh, yeah. yeah. Maybe and next then, time he, you wouldn't be. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, well, awesome. what, a, what a great product and another, you know, another um, – yeah, another outdoor hunting product that was uh, brought out of you know, or was invented out of uh, necessity needs, you know. And uh, it's a and a family product. Oh, as well, you know. So, awesome. Yeah, so that's that's what we love to talk about here on uh, on the Feed Bandit podcast. So, uh, yeah, just uh, as a little segue, you know, if you, again, if you have a product or service in the hunting space that you'd like us to introduce to our listeners, similar to uh, the bunker head head concealment system, or Anything else, uh, or you may be an outfitter that you you know you want to get in front of people, or or anything that you know you have that can help out the hunters. Please let us know. Drop us a line at uh, howdy at feedbandit dot com, or go to feedbandit dot com slash promote and uh, shoot us a message there. We'd love to talk to you, see what we can do to help you out. 
just as a reminder to uh, anybody, everybody else who uh, who likes what you hear here, uh, and if you haven't signed up for our email list, uh, please do. Uh, when you do, you will send you uh, killer hunting deals straight to your inbox. Uh, now, we've luckily made it easy for you to join us, uh, join the hunt, and that's by texting the word BANDIT to 345-345. So you don't want to miss, so be sure to uh, text the word BANDIT to 345-345 as soon as this podcast is over. (laughs) Uh, You got anything else there, uh, Corn Bandit? No, 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 no. I uh, just uh, really starting to... You know, at least we're down here in Texas, you know, early April, starting to look at rain totals and, you know, how's it going to look like. And, you know, I, I check the forecast, and every time I see that little sunball, I get a little upset, I have to admit. Well, unless uh, it's on Saturday. If it has the yeah, God, yeah, boy, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, at, at Rancho Bandito this past weekend, uh, you know, I mean, God, it, it, it rained torrents. We got only like an inch and a half or something. Uh, but it was right during like prime turkey hunting. But uh, as any good Texan will say, we always need the rain. So it, that's a, it's tough to complain. And just wait, what, 30 minutes and the weather will change. And it oh, did. Oh, no, no. golly. And we all went out in the evening. And, and we all uh, had wet bottoms. Well, no, I didn't because we were in our fancy little pop-up line with all my all my camera gear. I looked like I was some sort of. Hey, I got my chair sticky. That keeps me off the ground, too. So Nice. So. It's nice. <laughs> Awesome. Yep. All right. Well, awesome. That was a that was a fun one. So thanks again to Phil Bullock, owner and inventor of the Bunkerhead Head Concealment System. You guys can find them over at bunkerhead.com. So shoot over there as soon as possible and uh, take a look at what they got and uh, get you a couple. Get you a couple clips, uh, a couple face masks and, and hoodies. As they said, they got different fabrics for different times of the year and different camo patterns depending on where you are. So uh, I'm sure I know they have a combination that'll work for you. So head on over to bunkerhead.com uh, as soon as possible and get you some. All right, folks. Well, thanks uh, for listening to the Feed Bandit podcast. Uh, really appreciate you hanging in there and, uh, and listening. And uh, please stay tuned for the next one. So then, take care. Thanks for listening to the Feed Bandit podcast. If you want to find new and innovative hunting gear and service providers not typically offered through the traditional big box hunting stores, come on over and join the hunt at feedbandit.com join. When you join, as a bonus, you'll get our entertaining free e-guide of unique hunting tips and tricks. And a reminder to all you small businesses, feed stores, gear inventors, or entrepreneurs in the hunting space. If you'd like to get more exposure to potential customers by being featured on the FeedBandit podcast, please let us know. We'd love to discuss what we can do for you and your business. Go to FeedBandit.com promote. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please give us a rating and review on iTunes as it would really help us out. Go to FeedBandit.com iTunes. Thanks everyone for listening. Until next time. Please remember to support your local feed store.